Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Chris Marwitz, Loving That Sports Talk, and I have with me, as always, former NFL player James Loving. Hey, James. How, what kind of week did you have? I'm bad. Good week. Thanksgiving week. It was all right so far. Good, good. Any plans for Thanksgiving? None at all. None at all. Well, you know, we all have uh, family and, and, and friends and a lot of a lot of things to be thankful for. So, you know, hopefully everyone out there listening has a good Thanksgiving and uh, able to enjoy time with friends and family and watch a lot of football. Watch football. Uh, James, do you have any plans for being able to watch any? No, no, really. I'm not going to watch. Regular day. Couldn't do. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm, I will probably be in front of the TV watching all three games tomorrow and then come on uh, Sunday, watch as many as I can that uh, they telecast here, and otherwise I'll look up stuff online and see what comes of, comes of it. So, anyway, um... Let's talk about some of the games that happened this past week. So if you recall, James, a few weeks back, you know, when we had Mark on, we were talking about college football, and we talked about the University of West Virginia going for a two-point conversion to win the game over the, the, Texan, uh, the Te- I'm sorry, Texas Longhorns. You know, this past week, there were two NFL games that I want to discuss that had something similar that happened. So the first one was on Thursday night's game between the Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks. So in the fourth quarter, there was about four minutes and 20 seconds left in the game. The Packers, you know, they had a fourth down with two yards to go. Seattle was ahead 27-24. to 24. At that point, the Packers, they opted to punt the ball and hoped that their defense could stop Seattle. Green Bay couldn't, and Seattle went on and won. So if you were... <laughs> the coach, would you have opted at that point to go ahead and go for it you know, on fourth down just for two yards left? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it depends on uh, what kind of season they have. In the, they look like they're having a year where they're going to go to the playoffs. Um, I would go for it, but I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, if they look like they got to playoffs and I don't want to lose the game, I would maybe chance and see how my defense is playing that game. If they ain't going to playoffs, I'll just do it just because of he's doing it to get a fan something to cheer about. But that's a tough call as a coach because either way, you know, if it works, they're um, going to be the hero. If it don't work, they're going to talk about the coach and say, you know, he needs to be fired. So you got to look at how your defense will play in that game and see if you punt it, you know, uh, or if you don't go for it, can your defense hold them and you get the ball back. So it can go either way. Like they say, you know, if you it works, you're the hero, calling the play, you're the greatest coach in the world. It don't work, you're the horrible coach and you need to be fired. So you know, I think the Green Bay season where they're going, um, is going nowhere, so I would have went for it. Yeah, I I hadn't thought of it the way you did regarding, you know, if if they weren't gonna be going anywhere, which we we pretty know pretty much know that Green Bay isn't gonna go anywhere this year. But the fact, you know, that in my mind, I, I probably would have gone for it because, you know, you, you're either going to, there's, a, there's a, a chance that you can make it, but 
you know, better at least go off trying than, than giving up and, and walking off the field and handing them the ball back and just handing them the game. So I, I think I would have gone for it. And I, I was disappointed that they didn't go for it. Oh, that's a close decision. I guess he felt his defense, you know, wasn't that good. So, you know, he looked at that division, where they're going with that division. You know, Minnesota and Chicago, if they needed that game to win, but they still getting a running for a wild card in the division. So I guess he felt, you know, they can hold him and get it back and, you know, they'll win the game. But that's fired. It was it was a pretty lopsided game. I mean, it wasn't Green Bay. Definitely wasn't the Green Bay's pass. So I don't know. I, like I said, I, I I probably would have gone for it just just to just to try, just to try. So um, the other game I want to talk about is Sunday's game between the Carolina Panthers and the Detroit Lions. The Panthers Panthers they scored a touchdown with a minute and seven left on the clock in the fourth quarter. The Panthers went ahead and went for a two-point conversion to try to win the game instead of going for one point to try to tie the game. They ended up missing the two-point conversion. So, again, you know, this, this is what we talked about between, between West, West Virginia and Texas. You know, go for the win or go for the tie. You know, at that point, what, what would you have done? Like I said, you know, the coach stopped their defense. I wasn't saying that good, so if he went for the one, went in overtime. He played because, you know, the defense wouldn't hold up. So he wanted to get the game over, and that's why he did that. And that can be the only reason why he did it, because most coaches will go in overtime, and it's a new game, you know. Tell the team, you know, it's another game now. So apparently the coach felt their defense either was tired or wasn't holding up, but he had that opportunity to win it right there, so they took that chance. So that's probably why he did it. Yeah, again, I don't know if I would have because so so something I guess I didn't tell you in the game. Um, Carolina was was behind the Detroit Lions for most of the game. You know they they they, they were behind I think a good ten ten to fourteen points for most of the game, and then fourth quarter is when they came back. So they they were on hold. They were actually doing good, um, and there was a good chance that they were going to be able to to do something. And I I think that. They they would have a good shot that they would have you know of course tied the game, and they probably could have won the game you know truth be told but they they decided to go for the win and and unfortunately they they threw a, a pass too high and it, it didn't happen so they ended up losing but again I I I would have you know just for the safe points gone for it hope that you know you you get first chance at the ball and you can hopefully score a touchdown, if not a field goal, and then make Detroit do something uh, and, and, you know, and then go on to try to win the game. So, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd have gone for it. I, I would have I gone for the one point and then go for overtime. So, it's, 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 it's a rest. Like I said, again, we're not the, we're not the, 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 the um, head coaches. We don't make the money that they, they do, but um, we still at least have a, an idea of what we would do. Anyway, we'll tell you what. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk. Uh, of course, James, we got to talk about Mahomes. We've got to talk about Monday night. So we're going to we're going to discuss that game. Um, so we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I have with me... James Loving, former NFL player with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, James, I, I, I know that you have to watch some of these games this weekend. And, and, and there are some disappointing games, don't you think? The whole season's been disappointed. Some teams you feel that supposed to play better, but I guess that's the NFL, you know. You look at everybody, you know, a great player for each team, and things can happen. So, it's been disappointing for different teams this year. And, you know, like I said, it's um, different teams can make this Super Bowl so the same team. That's a good thing. You know, you don't want the same old team making it. Yeah, that's true. Well, so one game that I want to talk about, I was talking about before we left, and, of course, it has to do with Patrick Mahomes. So it was Monday night's game, and it pretty much was the game of the week. It was, to me, I thought it was an awesome game. It was, a, it was an incredible game. between the Kansas City Chiefs and the L.A. Rams. And it was a literally shootout between the two teams. You know, tons of offense, you know, lots of action going on. It was just fun to see. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, he threw for 478 yards, almost 500 yards, for six touchdowns, but he had three interceptions. Uh, the L.A. Rams quarterback, Jared Goff, he threw for 413 yards, four touchdowns. Um, each quarterback also had two fumbles, you know, so Patrick Mahomes, he ended up losing the ball five times total and Goff two times. The final score was Kansas City 51, Rams 54. Again, it was an awesome game. Um, additionally, it was supposed to be played in Kansas City. They moved, I'm sorry, Mexico City, not Kansas City, Mexico City. Uh, but because I guess the field conditions down there, they moved it to L.A. Uh, and they had to put together a, a wrecking crew uh, quickly. And it happened to be quite a few of the refs that had been in Super Bowls. Um, but, of course, after the game and during the game, there was a lot of complaints about the refs and the calls that were made. And, 
you know, and, and unfortunately for the Kansas City Chiefs, most of them went against Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so that kind of threw, threw a wrench into the whole thing. But all in all, I think it was a good game. Um, I, I know that you didn't watch it, you know, and, and of course after I told you, you know, how, what the score was, you know, your first thing was no defense, right? And no defense. He scored 54 points. That ain't no good ball, right? So that ain't no defense. Well, there, there was, there was some defense in there. There, there really, seriously was, was some defense in there. You know, because you got you got to think of, of, you know, Darnold was in there and and Sue and of course Kansas City. They got, they got a pretty good defense. But you know, the issue was, was it was, it was hard for some of, some of the, the defense to get back to the quarterback. Um, in order to, to sack them. I mean, there were some sacks in there. Uh, there was a, a, some rushes. You know, they, they did what they needed to do. But in, in, but in this offensive, you know, minded game nowadays, it, it's tough. It's tough for some of the offense to, or defense to get in there. But all in all, I, I think people walked away from after watching that game just thinking, wow, you know, a three-point difference from an explosive game like that all it took was one play, one difference to, to really make, you know, the, the, the game. And, and easily it could have been Kansas City to win, but it was the Rams. So you can't take anything away from either team. I'm talking about this defense. There was no defense. That's the same thing they said about the Super Bowl. Tom Brady had 500-some yards. Um, the Eagles had, you know, so there was only one play that was defense when they stripped the ball from Tom Brady at the end. You know, a 54-51 game, there ain't no defense. I don't care. There might have been defense that last play where um, the Rams intercepted the ball, but I don't care who you have in there. I don't doubt on what, but you don't let no team. I don't care if they're the best scoring team in the league to score 50 points. It's unacceptable. Somebody is not playing. So, yeah, the fans going to say it's a good game because it's a high-scoring game. Everybody likes that. But as for a team, you know, they look back and say, we gave up. Six touchdowns, you know, that's crazy. That's no defense, you know. And like I said, there was one play, and the Rams intercepted the ball with, I think, a minute something left. It was the only defensive play. And that would play, you know, like, I mean, that was at a, a crucial time. So there was no defense for that game. I mean, I don't care. You could be the highest scoring offense in the world. If you play what you're supposed to say, hold them down, you know, it's not gonna be no fifty point game. No way. NFL game will be fifty some points. Over a hundred points for two teams. Ain't no way. Well, Kansas City their their defense they, they scored a a touchdown and the Rams defense scored two touchdowns, you know, by by <laughs> catching the catching the ball and, and scoring a touchdown. So there there was, you know, there was there was stuff that happened. There wasn't a lot of a lot of hits, you know, on on the to the quarterback, I think uh, Kansas City defense had eight hits on on uh, Goff, and Rams had five hits on on uh, Mahomes. You know they weren't they weren't getting in there a whole lot, which was good for the offense. But there was defense. Where's the defense? Where's the defense? It was it, seriously it was there. <laughs> it was it was there. It's just like I said, there was there was two, you know. Takeaways from from the Rams for touchdowns. There was two one takeaway for the Chiefs for a touchdown. 
and and there there was there was some quarterback hits. You know, there was a, a lot of times you know there, that the that the quarterback had no one to throw to because the safeties and and the defensive backs were were in there, and they were guarding. You know, they were they were keeping the ball, keeping them from being able to throw the ball to them. It was fifty some points. You still didn't tell me what a defense was for the top fifty points. I don't care if you do stop. You're gonna stop one play. You know, it's a long game, but fifty points. It, it's a lot of points, but they they were they were throwing. As again, they, they they were they were tossing that ball far down the field, too. Um, a, a lot a lot of long passes. So I don't know if, if you would have seen the game. I think you you'd have a different. About you know. We're talking offense. about offense, but we're also talking about the defense. But the defense, but the defense, the defense could could stop them. There was a couple times they would hold them on on third downs. You know, there was there was a, a quite a few of those. <laughs> there there was defense. I'm just telling you, there was defense in there. Okay, there was defense. But but it but it was but it was a fun game to see. You know, again, those those zero zero games are boring. They're boring. You know, you want to see some points scored. You know, maybe maybe not to this extent. I mean, fifty four, fifty one. That was just, yeah that that was that was crazy. That was crazy how many points were scored. But it 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 was going to come down to the fact of who was going to be who was going to do better. You know, who who was going to make one less less um, um, error than the other. And it happened to be Goff made one less error than Mahomes. Or against Andy Reid, <laughs> so uh, it was it was a good game. You know, there was a lot of a lot of running, you know, a lot of uh, it was it was it was fun. You know, Hunt Kareem Hunt had like two hundred and some yards, both in rushing and in receiving. You know, he had I think almost as many yards as, as Tariq Hill had. Tariq Hill had over two hundred fifteen yards, and that again is crazy for one receiver to have that many. So it was, me, it was a fun game. Awesome. So how he have all that? Well, I just suggest next time they have a big game like this, a big caliber game, that you watch the game, that you see what's going on. You know, this this was it was coming down to the fact where this was almost Super Bowl type game. And you I, I think that's what no the NFL Bowl, was, was putting it up to. Seen, you ain't never seen you ain't never seen no Super Bowl where it was over a hundred points scored. No, you don't. But it's still it, it was played almost like it was a Super Bowl game. Anyway, so so next next time I I, I think you need to need to watch the game and, and see what see what's going on because it it could come down to these two teams in the Super Bowl. But you know, don't forget we got uh, New Orleans. Of course, they're on they're they're knocking on the door. You know, they're it's 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 going to come down between uh, the L.A. Rams and New Orleans Saints as far as uh, the. NFC team to go in, so we'll see who knocks on the door. All right, James. So the Le'Veon Bell situation proved the NFL proved to the NFL that running backs are a dime a dozen. No, he didn't prove. He just proved what he wanted to do. He wanted a contract. He wanted more money, and he proved that if you want to pay, want me to play, you're gonna pay. If not, I'm gonna hold up. That's all he proved. You know, everybody know running backs only got so many years in the NFL. That's why they try and get paid, and that's his point he's trying to make. And you know, I have so many years, I want to get paid for the years I can probably play. So that's all he's proving, you know. Everybody keeps their running back diamond up, and the league changes. It goes from 
They want receivers. The one year they want running backs. They want tight ends. So it's just that era right now. It's like, oh, you know, receivers, running backs ain't get that many run plays. They get a lot of passes out of the backfield. So he proved none, but you know, just saying he wants his money, and you know, he don't know he only got a few more years in the league. So everybody's doing that. Contracts not guaranteed. So that's all he proved. Well. But the thing is, is, is they've moved on. They they've definitely moved on from him. You know, they they have their their other their their backup running back. You know, and and he's he's been actually doing better than than Le'Veon Bell Bell has done, especially in his rookie year. You know, but uh, I I I just I just think you know you're right. They they are prove that not all of them are. Are made made for the for the league, you know, for very long. I mean, because of all the hits that they get, you know, they they take on so much, you know. But my, I guess my my thing is is when it comes to like Marshawn Lynch, what he did with Seattle, and he wanted to be traded, wanted to be traded, and he sat out, and then he he signed with the Raiders. But because he played too long, and then he went on there, um, he he. He's not the, the, the beast mode that he used to be. And I, I fear that Le'Veon Bell, I mean, he hasn't played this year at all, and then he's going to wait next year. You know, and, and I, I, I read an article, from, I think it was earlier in the season, about Le'Veon Bell and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and does Le'Veon really think that he's going to be the same player with another team, with another, you know, type of, type of uh, offense? you know, different schemes in there. You know, does does he think that he can do so well, you know? I don't know. I I just again like I said, I I, I think he's he was limited. You know, he's limited himself. You know, there's a lot of teams that are gonna be vying for him, thinking that he's gonna do as well, if not better, than he did with the Steelers, but it's it's a different offense, different scheme, different team, so I don't know. I, I I think he's he's he may only be for another another couple of years in the in the league and that that'll be it. Well, what, what what's your opinion on that? That's all he wants. That's what he's doing. What he's doing. See, everybody on the stand. Everybody thinks you go to another team and be the player. He cares about being a player. He's trying to get a guaranteed contract for guaranteed money. That's all he cares about, and that's what all these players do. They want the guaranteed money. They don't care about just the same offense or they win. They get those contracts just like the cornerback getting in a hundred million contract. They get seventy, eighty guaranteed, so they know they got that. So they don't know they play well or they don't. They get hurt. They still guarantee what they had got. So they don't care about what they play, and you know they want them. They still got two or three more years. You know they're just trying to get the money up front what they can get now. So you know you don't care. This club did not move on from now. He moved on from Pittsburgh because he did not show up to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wanted him to show up. He did not because they wanted to give him the money. He felt that, you know, you only got two or three years, he wanted to guarantee money. And he did what he supposed to do, you know, go to go to Cleveland and don't win another game or something. But he got $87 million, So who, who, who got the better thing? He got it. Yeah, well, I guess time will tell. Time will tell on everything. So, tell you what, let's take our next break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Bears 
So we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps, on and off the field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwick. And as always, I have with me former NFL player. James Loving. So, James, um, you, you know in the past I've said a few times that defense wins games, right? Yep. So, Chicago oh, Bears, they proved they're supposed to. Okay. Okay, so the Chicago Bears, they proved my point. The Bears are number one in interceptions, defensive touchdowns, and forced fumbles. They show that defense is still vital in offensive-minded NFL. So this weekend, uh, Mitchell Trubisky is doubtful to play. Actually, in tomorrow's uh, Thanksgiving game day uh, versus the Lions due to soreness in his injured shoulder. Uh, Chase Daniels will probably start. How do you think the Bears will do? Well, they play Detroit, so they a big thing. You know, defense will play good. Michigan average, he ain't been losing the game for them. So all they need is a quarterback kid is just not to lose the game for them, you know, turnovers or fumbles or something, you know, because um, the defense is playing good where, you know, they're a holding team. So, um, they do all right without, you know, turning balls over. I'm sure they're going to have him doing, like, certain plays, not too much to lose the game. So, um, like you say, it depends on that defense. They stepped it up. They stepped it up last week, the week before, so. Just one of those games where they got to score some points 
because the starting quarterback's not there. So, um, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Detroit beat New England. So, you know, I mean, Detroit can come with something. Thanksgiving Day, so anybody could win on this day because, you know, each team emotion is high for the special day and national TV and millions and millions of people watching only certain games at once. So, uh, it'd be a good game from the watch on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think you're right on that because, uh, you know, Chicago has just been dominating. They've been doing great. Uh, and defense has just been... It's interesting because a couple, a couple of games that I've, I've, I've dismissed Chicago in, the defense reminds me of who is playing. <laughs> and I have to, I've remembered that, okay, defense is good. This defense is really good. You know, thanks to the Raiders giving up Khalil Mack. You know, that, that's really made them that much better. Um, but, yeah, Chase Daniels, he, 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 he's an okay. You know, again, you're right. As long as he doesn't give up, you know, the ball too much and, he can he can maybe pass it off to to Jordan a few times to let him run it run it up the, the field. You know maybe they might have some plays in there for him. But um, yeah, I, and again, of course, you're right. Detroit, uh, Detroit, Detroit now all, always says that Thanksgiving game day is their Super Bowl. <laughs> they, they, they they have it in writing that Thanksgiving is their Super Bowl, so they they come to play. But this season, uh, now season, uh, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. So I, I think that Chicago will be be good tomorrow. So we'll be all right. Um, so, so James, I, I know that the NFC East is near and dear to your heart, and there's been a lot of talk about it. Um, so let, let's just kind of go through it and and see what you think. You know, based on you know, the, the teams that are in there and what's, what, what's kind of going on at this point um, and who you think is going to actually win it in the end. So the first team, of course, is Washington Redskins. Their quarterback, Alex Smith, he's out for the season. He got, you know, injured really bad with broken leg. Um, it's going to be a while for him to even come back. But they're, they're leading the NFC East with a 6-4 and four record. The Dallas Cowboys, they've won the last two games. They are now 5-5. Five and five. The Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they have, <laughs> this to me is crazy. Um, they have 10 players on the injured reserve and seven others that are either doubtful or questionable to even be in, be in playing. Um, and, and it's amazing that to me, with all that, it's, it's hard to even win a game. But uh, they're four and six. The New York Giants, they're like the Cowboys. They've also won two games in a row. Um, but they're three and seven. So you have all four teams within three games of each other. Of the four teams, who do you think is going to come out winning it? I had a division. I mean, you know, everybody was playing horrible. Started off, Giants playing horrible, Cowboys were playing horrible. Eagles were up and down. You got Washington, the only team that was winning. The people who they were playing, I mean, they should have won. So, um, Philadelphia got the hardest schedule, but that don't excuse some of the losses they have. So I think Philly gave up. Um, this season is over with. You know, uh, players gave up. I think, I don't know why. Whenever I say Super Bowl hangover, I just think they just thought they were better than walk out there, you know, and everybody got to lay down for them. So they gave up. 
Washington be all right. You know, the quarterback, Alan Smith was a quarterback that didn't make mistakes, and that's all Washington needs to go through the season. So they'll be all right. Um, I think Dallas might come out on it. Um, they're the only team that's um, looking at going a little bit. You know, as I say, after the um, eight weeks, you know, teams start to show, you know, injury and all that. You can um, withstand injuries and your team is up on an uphill battle. I mean, going uphill, not down. Um, the last eight games, they should do well. And that's what Dallas has been doing. I mean, they're just going in there and punching teams and thinking they um up to lose and they win and they beat the Falcons. They beat the Eagles. As I said, they're going to lose those two games they won. So those are the type of wins around the end of the season that um, help. Plus, they ain't got no major injuries. You know, Washington got injuries. Dallas, I mean, Eagles got injuries. Giants are just horrible. So they out of it. And so you got the Cowboys. So the Cowboys should freak out there. But they're going to be one of those 11 or 12 win season. I think they might win it with nine, nine wins, seven losses or it might win with eight and eight. You know, that's how horrible that division is. So, I'm going to be Dallas, Washington, Eagles, and the Giants in that order. All right. So, for me, you know, I've, I've, I've just been doing some checking and I think uh, Washington actually has the easiest schedule of all the teams left. Uh, so I, I I think that uh, they you know if, as long as their the backup quarterback can do okay for them you know I I think that uh, you know I I I think that they they it, it, it's it basically in their hands to lose you know so um, I, I I if if Washington just plays just middle of the road like they've been playing lately I think that they'll win it. The Cowboys, um, they have a lot to prove. You know, I, I know that Jason Garrett, you know, he wants to keep his job, and Jerry Jones is, is pushing everybody. You know, he, he wants he wants to go, and he thinks this is a Super Bowl team, and I, I just don't think that this is it. You know, this, again, is not their, not their season. But they, they do have the opportunity. You know, if they go out there and play well, um, they, they could win it, but I don't think they can. The Eagles... I, with all the injuries, major injuries that they've had, uh, and they keep having, uh, that, yeah, I, I think you're right. They're done. I think they're done for the season. And the Giants, uh, they they just they have a lot of problems. <laughs> just on their basic team, they got problems. So I think they, they the three games that they won, they 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 were lucky to win those games. So I I, I think Washington will probably win it unless they unless something drastic happens. Because uh, I just don't see the Cowboys doing it. I, I don't think they can. So we'll see. But um, speaking of the Cowboys, now going with them going to uh, Oakland and and trading their first round pick for next year uh, for Amari Cooper was that a smart move for them to to go ahead and get Amari Cooper at this point? No, they would have got first round draft pick. Actually, they would have to get a rookie rookie receiver that they have to break in and he got to run. They got a veteran that was um, all pro um, and knows what he's doing and been in the league. So they think that's the smartest move they could make, you know. By bringing a rookie and your quarterback is three years in. Now you got a rookie, a rookie receiver and the quarterback has been three years. 
Now you got a receiver that's been there three years since your quarterback, and, you know, he'll be one of the greatest receivers, you know, he, you know. So um, they did a smart move, you know, all these draft picks and getting these young players, that's when you want to start over a team like Cleveland, you know. So um, Dallas knew what they want. They want to win now. They want to get somebody now. They're not looking for the future to bring somebody along. So, um, they did, you know, they did exactly what they wanted to win now. Get the guy and let's win and go on to Super Bowl. They're looking at those windows closing for Dallas, though. Well, at this point, you know, if Dallas goes into the playoffs, they're going to have to play um, the the higher ranked, I I think a higher ranked wild card team. Do you think they'd even get past that team to even face either New Orleans or the Rams? Yeah, remember, a wild card team is somebody who barely made it in. The Rams or New Orleans are winning the division, so they won't play there. They'll play somebody like the Panthers, um, not necessarily the Panthers or, you know, one of those teams. They won't get to the, the Saints and all that until later. So they'll be all right with that playing the wild card. Wild card just, just barely made it, you know? Yeah, well, well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, do you think they'd even get past that first round to even face either New Orleans or the Rams? New Orleans won't be a wild card. New Orleans will be one of the divisions, so Dallas will get the wild card, and they'll probably win that one. Then when they get to the one or the division, like the Saints or the Rams, they'll probably lose. So, I mean, yeah, that's how yeah. it looks, you know. But, you know, they're looking at getting to the playoffs. Winning that first yeah, round yeah. would be playing the wild card. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't see. I mean, D- Dallas, Dallas can get there, but I don't see them doing much once once they even get there. They, they just, they don't have the team to do it. So, anyway, well, let's take our last. Time we come back. We're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you? It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. For Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America. Sports Channel. Sports fans, players, coaches, and owners are all on Twitter. And the Voice America Sports Channel is there, too. If you need to stay on top of sports news and the most current discussions, follow us today at Voice AM Sports. That's Voice AM Sports on Twitter. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I have with me James Loving, former NFL player with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, James, on Sunday, quarterback Lamar Jackson, he started his first NFL game for the Baltimore Ravens. He, went, he threw for 13, uh, 13 for 19 for 150 yards, one interception. He also ran the ball 27 times for 117 yards. Uh, this was two yards more than their running back, Edwards. They ended up beating the Cincinnati Bengals 24-21. to so, moving forward, should the Ravens keep starting Jackson over Flacco? Um, keep in mind, the, the Baltimore Ravens are 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, Again, like I said, um, you got to look at where they're going. They still the season, look at the, the conference, and see if they're going to make the playoffs. You know, I mean, 5-5, five and five, you know, look at a wild card, you know. I don't see them if they can win the division. I don't know if the division is. But you got to look at it and see. I mean, if you see that... Um, most team at this point, if they know the season's done, they got a quarterback like that that they know is their franchise quarterback and you know what they throw them in there. Give them the last four or five games and all let them play and get their feet wet. So for next year they'll start new. So um, I mean, I think you know, I'm not sure, I think they are wild card bond down in that um position. So, you know, I mean, I'll let them play. I, I think last they didn't even let him throw the ball not once. It was all run play. So, you know, you look how how they doing that with him. You know, they just bringing him along. You know, slow. He didn't even pass the ball. So, um, now that probably gave up on their season. I know they gave up on Flacco last year. You know, he just happened to start this year and won a few games. But I mean, that's why they got the quarterback. They gave up on him. So, if it's time and um. Yeah, I'll keep starting. They're only going to manage him with certain many plays, you know. If he win, he win. I mean, if he lose, he lose. So, keep playing him. Yeah, I, I think at this point now, they're, Pitt, Pittsburgh is, is leading their division, you know, with 7-2-1. Seven, seven, so, they're two and a half games behind the Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, you know, as long as they don't play like they did this past week, you know, I mean, they, they won, but they still, it was an ugly win. Um, but as long as they they, they play better, uh, they should out and out win their division. So, um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that Baltimore has has a shot at being a wild card at this point. Um, you know, and and uh, I, I think Lamar did. You know, he he did well. I mean, apparently the, the the first chance that they had of going down the field, he did not throw one pass. <laughs> All he did was run the ball. And they ran it in for a touchdown. So, you know, keep running it until they, the, the, the rule I was always told is keep, keep doing play until they, they, they stop you. So the other team forces you to stop. So, um, I, I, I think that they should, 
you know, I, I know early in the season a lot of people were wondering if Lamar was even going to get a shot to, to play, you know, and, and people were saying, well, just just give Flacco a chance to, to do what he normally does and, and, and start goofing up, and, and eventually they will have to be put in uh, uh, Jackson to, to play. So uh, I think a, a, another as a rookie quarterback, I think he did well. Um, better than some of the other rookie quarterbacks. Uh, but I think part of that is the opportunity that he had to sit on the bench and, 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 and learn um, instead of being forced, forced in um, like a lot of the other rookie quarterbacks have, have, have been playing since early in the season. Um, Lamar, at least, has, has had a chance to, to sit back and, and, and observe and, and watch and, and you know get some time, time under his belt before he was actually thrown in there. So... I think it's good. I think it'd be good for him to to keep playing because I've I've never liked Flacco. I've never thought Flacco was a good quarterback. So anyway, we'll we'll see. All right, James. So <clears throat> the last thing I want to talk about is the New Orleans Saints. So I I know this is painful to you. They they played the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Eagles just looked horrible. Uh, Drew Brees passed for three hundred sixty three yards and four touchdowns. They ended up winning 48-7. to Breeze is having a good year, as is the team. You know, and Breeze is, a lot of people are talking about MVP, MVP. Uh, the, the Saints are still number one in the power rankings poll. Do you think they will roll all the way to the Super Bowl? I think New Orleans be the one team, though, that that will. Uh, I mean, it'll be between New Orleans to play. I mean, the Rams will make the playoffs. Uh, um, they will have one of those teams that, and they get to play two before they go to the Super Bowl. So the Rams will win the first one, and the second one will probably be New Orleans. And like I said, you know, every time you get a team score 50 on you, you're not going to win the game. And New Orleans will score that on the Rams, but, you know, and the Rams just don't have it. They got a lot of great defensive players, and both have a great D, but I don't care who you are. They're going to sell 51, 54 points. That's no defense. So I just don't think the Rams, it looks good on paper with all the players they got and all that defense and great players on offense. But, you know, New uh, Orleans just on the road, both ends. I mean, defense and offense. You don't see, um, I mean, the Rams play New Orleans next week, and you're going to see how that is, you know. If the, if the Rams score 50 some point on the wall, it's the same old thing, I say. But I don't think that's going to happen. It ain't going to be like that. In the city game, I guarantee you that. Um, it's going to be like maybe 27, 30, you know, the score, something like that. But um, the Saints will be all right. Um, they on the road. They got no injuries. They got minimum players. Everybody on there ain't, ain't a chief. They got some in most of the Indians and, you know, one chief. You know, uh, Rams got a bunch of chiefs. You know, they got a bunch of Donaldson. They got a um, sale. Um, they got... Um, Defensive back, Peters, I think. You know, they got all these great players. Often they got four or five, and, you know, you don't need all that to win. You need third player. Everybody just needs to do their job for our role players. And that's what the Saints got. You know, they got the receiver, running back, Drew. You know, they got the defense. But you don't hear all those names on the Saints. But they're winning, and they're winning good, big, so. Thanks for sticking out, and I, I think everybody see that too. You know um, how they are playing, and the reason has been amazing this year. So it'll be the um, thanks to the people go with Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, I, I think the Saints, I mean, early in the season, of course, you know, as, as you always say, the first three, four games of the season, you know, you, you just never know. But since then, you know, the the, the Saints, excuse me, have, have just been just rolling over, steamrolling over everyone, and, and they weren't sure how good or, or if the Saints' defense was even going to be good. But they've really stepped up. So not only do they have a great offense, but they also have a good defense, and they're just working together and they're 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 just they're just demolishing teams. So um, I, I I think it's going to continue on. Um, I think they're going to you know this weekend uh, the Saints play Atlanta at the Saints, um, and that that's always been a, a, a in the past you know because neither neither team has ever had very good defense. You know it's always just been a high scoring game. Um, I think that's going to be different this weekend. I think that uh, Saints are going to be. Doing what they've they've been doing, and they're just going to demolish. So, yeah, I, I I do I think that the Saints are going to go all the way, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. And I think this is their year that they're going to win it. So, I I, I think they're going to be there at the end. So we can, we can we can only think so, <laughs> you know, unless something something drastic happens. But that's my prediction. Anyway, well, James, I uh, I guess it's the end of our show. Uh, we're going to have to to go, but. Before I go, I wanted to tell you again, thank you. Um, have a great Thanksgiving week. You know, and hopefully you'll be able to enjoy some, some turkey tomorrow or, or have, have something tomorrow. Um, and then we'll be back next Not week. Down. So, All right. Well, you have a good, good holiday, and uh, we'll be back next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. We'll be right back.